Hi everyone, I'm Jennifer Clary. I'm a child and family therapist and a parenting coach and the founder of Connected Parenting. And welcome to the Connected Parenting Weekly Podcast. Join me every week and we'll tackle everything from temper tantrums to bedtime to sibling issues to teenage angst. Parenting can be so wonderful, but it can be so hard. Parents often say to me, hey, can you just come live at my house? This is the next best thing. Let's do this together. Hi, and welcome to another uh, episode of the Connected Parenting Podcast. So today I thought I would talk about the power of connection. I talk about this in all of my videos and it's in my books and it's really a huge part of connected parenting, but I don't know if people really understand that connection um, is absolutely now known to be the antidote to addiction. So addiction, so you want to think about this. When, when a baby is looking at you and you're making little faces back and you're doing all of that natural mirroring, what's happening is opiates and endorphins and oxytocin is flooding the brain deep on a cellular level. It's just flooding the brain and the body with these beautiful reward chemicals. Those reward chemicals are meant to keep us connected. So throughout childhood, because remember we are the parents, um, sorry, we're not parents, we're actually substitute frontal lobes. The frontal lobe um, regulates, inhibits, organizes, prioritizes. It actually pushes down on the midbrain and the midbrain pushes up for survival and the frontal lobe goes, no, well, this isn't actually a dangerous situation. So no, I'm gonna take over and I'm gonna think my way through this instead of react my way through this. Um, and so uh, it takes 25 years to grow one of those. So we are not actually parents. We are actually substitute frontal lobes. We are also architects of our children's brains. So I know that this sounds very daunting, but it really is what we do as parents. It's what we've signed up for. So those reward chemicals um, become something that, that, we, um, that, that um, strengthens the connection that helps that little person to individuate, to take some risks on their own, healthy risks, good risks, to handle bumps, to handle disappointments because they are firmly and solidly connected to us as parents. And the analogy I sometimes give is, um, you know, in the movies you see those, uh, somebody might be moving a grand piano into a beautiful apartment in, a, in New York City or something and they've got to pull the piano out the outside of the building. It's sort of like that rope has to hold all the stuff that kids are gonna to have to deal with in life. And that rope is your connection with them. And that rope can get frayed, you know, as, as, as children push back on these boundaries, especially if you have a strong-willed child where everything's no and everything's not now and why, it can just pull and fray on that rope. Um, and it's so important to keep that rope strong because that's actually what's helping them have resilience. Um, and it gives them emotional organization and helps them kind of handle whatever's going on in life and it can hold up, up that piano. Um, and that's really, um, that's the challenge of parenting a really strong-willed child, but it's actually chemically what needs to happen. So those reward chemicals, um, and, and, okay, so I'm gonna say this very carefully because I, I don't want you to think if, you're, if you are um, a child that has any kind of addiction or a teen that has an addiction that you haven't um, connected with enough, them enough, but I do want you to understand that that's the antidote. So what happens if we have, um, let's say you have a teenager and they're, you think they have some kind of addiction either to drugs or they drink too much or video games or whatever it happens to be. The more you 
uh, try to control them. I told you to get off and I'm going to take that away and how many times do I have to tell you and you're not doing that and I'm cutting that off and you may have to be their frontal lobe and, and organize and regulate some of that stuff for them. But if it's not coming through connection, if it's not being delivered in a way that it's so clear that it's coming from a place of absolute love, um, it's going to be it's going to be rejected in a big way and that's hard anyway because when anyone has an addiction to anything they don't want to hear what they have to you have to say they just want to do whatever it is that their body is telling them that they need to do so the more connected you are the less likely your kids are to become um, addicted to anything so let's think about video games and I think I talked about this in an earlier podcast but if your child has been on video games for hours and they come off and you're like that's ridiculous and I haven't seen you for hours and what about the dishwasher you said you'd unload and you have an assignment due in two days and that's what you're gonna do with your time and when when you do that they're gonna come out they're gonna be met with adrenaline cortisol they're gonna get angry, they're gonna lash back at you, you're so mean, and what they're gonna to wanna to do is go right back to that video game because that's where they can control the world. That's where they're the boss of that world, where they actually have a say in what's happening uh, to the degree that they don't in the real world. So when our children come out and away from the video game or off the computer or away from their phones or whatever it is, they need to get a blast of those beautiful reward chemicals from you. So serotonin and oxytocin and those are those are the beautiful reward chemicals that come from hugs and from lovely conversations and just noticing them doing something great and uh, telling them a funny story about when they were little and don't be all over them like oh you're out I'm gonna be nice to you that's weird like don't do that but just be you want them to come away from these things and just feel oh yeah there's also this right there's a there's a reason for me to be part of the family. Now, I would have talked about this in one of the other podcasts, which is is is, is really about video game addiction and telephone and social so, telephone, uh, social media addiction. Um, what happens is there's a completely different part of the brain lighting up, and they are just seeking that dopamine. And you can go back to that podcast for for more information on that. But um, it's almost like, and you'll see this, like it's like you're in the way, and they're like, oh, oh. they just always want to get past you. And so you have to remind them that they get an even better feeling, which they do, because serotonin leads to happiness. Dopamine leads to addiction. Um, that when they are around you, they're getting that warmth. They're feeling that um, glow when they're with you. And so for some kids, you, they, you, okay, start with this. You wanna actually give them an opportunity to fix this on their own. I'm gonna give you three or four days to start regulating on your own, to making better choices with your social media or your video games or whatever it is and then after a few days if you're a lot better great everybody wins that's fantastic if after a few days it's not any better then you're telling me with your words that um, you don't need my help but you're showing me with your behavior that you do need my help and I love you and I love you enough for you to be mad at me and I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna help you and that's when you put the restrictions on the phone tell them ahead of time don't just say that's it it's all gone like that then they're like ah you give them time to let them know they've made this choice they they literally entered into a contract with you to fix this on their own and when they didn't um, you have to come in and you have to help them because that's your job you are the substitute frontal lobe and this is where you come in and what you will find um, and whatever the addiction is that a few days um, a couple of days after you're restricting this they're going to be not very nice and not very happy but then what I'm finding over and over and over again with the families that I work with 
is they just start coming back to you and they start coming out of their rooms and they are engaging more. Sorry, there's an airplane going up. I have my window open. Um, they, they're reminded of what what's out there. Life is out there. Um, it is really, really, really important um, for us as parents to limit uh, social media and limit phone addictions um, and, and video game addictions. I think I would have said this in the, in the podcast that I did on this also, but I look at it as there's sort of three tiers. So, I mean, the best kind of, of being on the internet um, is when you're looking up stuff and you're finding out how to make duct tape wallets and you're finding out about cars or you're finding out about, I don't know, Da Vinci, <laughs> whatever it is. You're looking for information, you're finding stuff out. Arts, arts and crafts and things like that, that's great. And then video games, I guess, would be next. And at least you're strategizing, at least you're planning, at least you're you know, maybe working on as a team and you're kind of figuring out um, how to make things work. And then I think the most difficult kind is when you're just searching through, you know, you're going through Instagram or you just get stuck in a Facebook hole or a Instagram hole or, you know, you're just watching Netflix and like the next episode comes and you didn't even have to hit a button. You just sort of get lost into this world where, um, and, and there's some voice in the background saying, I need to get out of this. I need to go and do something, but it's, it's, it, they get so stuck. I mean, we can get stuck like this too. So I think you can also talk to your kids about different levels or different tiers of video games that they can be using or, or social media that they can be using. But the most important part here is to really understand that it is connection and that's all through their childhood. So if you have little kids, this is really the time to get good at the mirroring, to get really strong at the calm technique because when they're adolescents, that's all you have. That's it. You only have the connection. So when they go to a party and somebody says, hey, do you want to try this? Um, in their heart, literally, is you. They just think, oh, you know, that would hurt my mom or I wouldn't want to do that to my dad. You know, but if you've had a huge fight and they're going off to a party and, and somebody says, hey, do you want to try this? They're like, yeah, give it to me. They're going to be much more likely to try things. Your bond with them is the most important thing that they have to manage addiction and to also make good, healthy, safe choices in life. Um, it is not easy to keep that bond strong. Uh, there are lots of reasons why that bond gets frayed and strayed, especially if it's a challenging kid who's just at you all the time. That's why you want to stick to the baby play, to the limbic bonding, even with your teenagers. Just tell them stories about when they were little and remind them how cute they were and um, catch them being good, catch them being funny. Hey, I remember, I was just thinking about that joke you told last week or how funny it was two days ago when you did whatever. Um, keeping those things alive and present and right here is incredibly important as you try to raise your kids to be um, strong from the inside out. So really today was just about, uh, just a reminder really that connection is the antidote to addiction. All right, thanks for tuning in. Hi, I'm Barrett Caleri from Connected Parenting. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. And don't forget to check us out on the web at connectedparenting.com and like us and follow us on Facebook.